0: Hey everyone, it's Joel Woodbridge, and I want to welcome you to the Next Steps podcast from the woods, a podcast all about helping you discover how you can grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, whether you've grown up in the church or are brand new to following Jesus, we all have areas where we can better know God intimately, grow in community with others, serve on a ministry team, and share in Christ's mission to the world. My hope today is that you will be encouraged to take a next step to grow in your relationship jesus christ well hey friends thanks so much for tuning in today uh, on our next episode of the next steps podcast this is a podcast all about trying to help um help take the next step in our relationship with jesus christ and so we, we appreciate you tuning in today today i'm joined with my good friend and colleague in ministry pastor donnie woodbridge Hi, everybody. Yeah. Good to see you. It's good to have you with us today. Good to be with you, Pastor yeah. Michael. Well, today we're continuing our conversation about dysfunctional families, and um, I brought you because I thought you have one of the most... Just kidding. I'm just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, the poster child, what can I say?
0: <laughs> we had your wife on earlier on this one, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm Hopefully kidding. she said nice things about no, me, I'm just kidding. I don't know. But uh, we're talking about dysfunctional families, and the reality is is every family has a little bit of dysfunction in it because there's brokenness, there's sin. And, and the reality is, is we bring all of that with us into our families, um, and, and it begins to affect us. And today um, we're talking a little bit different uh, concept of the fact that dysfunctional families do not forgive each other. Instead, what dysfunctional families do is instead of forgiving, what they do is they they hold on to the bitterness. They hold on to the mm-hmm. anger. They hold on to the resentment that, you know, so-and-so did this to me. My, my parents did this, and I am so angry at them, or they said that to me, or, you know, she said this, and he did that. And all of a sudden, you begin to build this this. Kind of the kind of like what we talked about last week is this wall that begins yeah. to be built because and, of the conflict,
1: yeah. and so, then I go home and kick the dog, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. So and, and and we we deal with it all differently. Um, so uh, today, what I wanted to kind of talk about is this idea of forgiveness, and um, maybe talk a little bit about how do we move towards forgiveness. So. Part of what we understand from scripture and when Jesus talks about forgiveness, one of the parables that he uses, um, is this idea that, that forgiveness is kind of like a, a, a debt that needs to be canceled. So when, let's just use you as an example, if you did something to me, you, you hurt me, you did something to me and I have, um, a little bit of anger, a little bit of resentment towards you, um there's a sense that you now owe me you've taken mm. some from something from me you owe me you know that's why we use the phrase you owe me an apology you owe so and so an apology right, right. it's because mm-hmm. there's this debt that right. in the relationship something where you've taken it now i kind of want it back but you can't ever really give it back right, right. and and the, the the thing is about this and, and i want to kind of clarify this is a very sensitive subject, <laughs> right? Um, exactly. Because some people's hurt goes very deep, very far, and it's been maybe something that's happened over years and years mm. and years and over and over again. And someone's saying, I- I'll never do it again, only to find them doing it again, right? So I, I want to be sensitive mm-hmm. and-, and recognize that, and I, I believe that God in, the, in His sovereignty is gracious enough to be able to, to, to speak into each one of our situations. Um, so I want to kind of be, be careful with that, but just, you know, for the sake of our our time together, um, wondering, did, did you, what what do you think about that idea and the image that Jesus used of, of a debt that is, um, that is, that happens in a, in a relationship? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, obviously, you know, one of the things Jesus tried to do is to take, situations that were very familiar to his, his audience. And as you know, so many of, uh, of the families, you know, we're talking about families in that time were between the Romans and between, you know, the, the rule of Herod were in tremendous amount of, of, of debt. Oh sure, uh, some of them paying up to eighty ninety percent in yeah. in their taxes losing their their family land and stuff like mm-hmm. that and then and then wouldn't when they couldn't you know when they couldn't pay you know getting dragged off into prison so it's a very uh, a very familiar concept yeah. to them yeah. so uh, so to be able to take that and to, and move it over into this discussion of Forgiveness would have would have been a very powerful thing for yeah, them.
0: So that's good. Yeah, this idea of, well, I mean, we don't have that concept of. I mean, we have concept of debt. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. live with debt,
1: credit cards, right. <laughs>
0: but we don't live with the concept of if I don't pay my debt, I will be sold. Yep, to right. cover the cost of that debt, right? right? Like right. that's what Jesus is talking mm-hmm. about in this passage, Matthew chapter eighteen, yeah. where he talks about this this master who has a servant who owed. Way more money than anyone could possibly yeah. pay back in an entire lifetime. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't even know how they got that debt. I mean, They're right? Right? Uh, but uh, he, he, he—the master just cancels it. Originally, mm-hmm. the master is like, "I'm going to cut my losses. I'm going to go ahead and take everything he owns—his wife, his children, his possessions—and sell them." Yeah. And and uh, that—that's that, a very foreign concept, I think, for yeah. you and for me, right? Yeah. Right. So this idea of debt um, and, and forgiveness, um, have you ever had a, a, a moment or time, or maybe you can think of a, a situation where um, where there has been a debt in a relationship, where the only way to move forward in the relationship was to just cancel the debt?
1: Yeah. yeah. Very uh, powerful time and a sensitive sensitive issue, but I feel like, hey, we're in the church we can't talk about these things here where can we talk about them sure. but um I was 13 years old and um I had moved to a new town recently and uh, a, a gentleman uh who had been the New Jersey State tennis champion uh started mentoring me in in uh in tennis and uh it was a, a great relationship at the start and um well, there were a few oddities. I, I noticed that he was giving me a lot of giving me tennis rackets, giving me uh, uh, clothes, and these kinds of things. Um, and uh, within a certain amount of time, you know, he began trying to make advances on me. Mm. You know, and I, you know, I was young, thirteen. uh was a little bit above where you know I I, I could wrap my head around this mentally and, and psychologically. And, um, and so there was this weird kind of sense of debt here. This man had given me all the stuff, but then he was trying to approach me inappropriately. And uh, for the first time, I was like, I did not want anything to do with him. And, and again, yeah. Yeah. As, for a young person, that probably was a wise thing to set up, sure. that boundary. Uh, But I remember my my brother um, uh, talking to me about some of the ways that he was able to reach out to a person that had done something similar to him like that and found the courage in Christ within proper boundaries and and wisdom to be able to eventually uh, reach out to him and not hold that debt against him and yet also began to uh, uh, speak into his life. Yeah. It, it, it had been a track coach okay. uh, that, um, and saw some wonderful things happen. So after a period of time, again, talking with my parents, talking with my family, uh, set up some proper boundaries. Yeah. And um, I was eventually able to lead this man... Um, at 13 years of age to the Lord, hmm. and actually see him uh, pursue an Orthodox relationship and see him uh, eventually married and attend his marriage oh, wow. and, and see him, him saved, but there was some work that had to be done yeah. before that could, yeah. before that could, could happen, Certainly. so...
0: Yeah. That's, it's, um, that's an, a, a really neat story. And, uh, I'm sure even just sharing it right now even brings up some of the memories mm-hmm. of, of everything yeah. that's happened. Um, maybe even for some of our viewers has brought up some memories of things that have happened for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's, what's crazy is one of the things that you mentioned there was, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it was a a debt that came about because of let's just, I mean, we can call it what it is. It's it, there's a sexual thing, a sexual sin to it.
1: Right.
0: And I don't know if this is just me or if it's, it's a lot of people, but those seem to have the biggest sting to them. Mm-hmm. They have the hardest, they seem to be some of the biggest debt because that really is in one sense, taking something that can never, ever, ever be repaid. Right. right? And, and so, again, trying to be sensitive to this very topic, um, I, the, I know several people mm-hmm. who have maybe not quite the exact same story, but a very similar overarching story of what you just shared there, where uh, gifts were given, uh, a special attention, kind of favors, and that yeah. sort of thing, and then all of a sudden, kind of taken advantage of yeah. in the innocence of, of someone who is young. Um, in the innocence of, of just trying to be friendly, you know, right. and, and that sort of thing. And all of a sudden, um, the relationship changed. Right, right. So have you ever been able to move maybe in, in, in your experience towards uh, recognizing through that story somewhere the goodness and the grace and the mercy of God? In that story, right, right,
1: yeah, and I think, and I think that becomes, that becomes the found the foundation okay. for it all, right? Mm-hmm. Because, it, it, in a sense, in in Jesus, you know, he uses these powerful examples, these very heavy examples, to try to show us what this was, what this world of grace is like, because because I have received this grace then then it gives me this foundation that that what has been given to me and and that is now in me i can then begin to to pass on now it doesn't it it does you know what forgiveness is not it doesn't it doesn't condone the you know the wrongdoing or it it doesn't it doesn't cancel out the consequences of of immoral behavior but it does provide a a foundation for for work that can be right can be be done as far as that and not every story will end up with that sure. that great kind of ending and sometimes boundaries have to be set up sure. and sometimes sure. there are limits to the reconciliation that can happen but um, yeah. but again because you know you know, the, using the kind of the prison image, there it, is like you know, forgiveness is it—it's setting the prisoner free, and then and then finding out that the prisoner is yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm no longer bound up in that situation with my bitterness and yeah. in, in in my anger, and then I'm free to move towards. Okay, how can we take this forward yeah. in, in a way that's to the good of that person and to the glory of God. Right. Right. So.
0: And I think part of it is also that the forgiveness, like what you're saying, it kind of sets that foundation. The grace that we've received becomes the grace that we can then extend to other people. The mercy that, you know, not getting what they actually deserve. What, what they deserve mm-hmm. is, you know, a swift kick in the back and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, being merciful to them and not responding in that way allows uh, when, when we can see that grace and that foundation, what it does is kind of two things. It really emphasizes the goodness and grace of God mm-hmm. and can, those memories of um, the pain and the, the bitterness and the hate, uh, the, the hatred or whatever that you experience every time you see those memories and, and replay that, that, that hurt in your mind can actually become a reminder of what God has continued to do uh, for you mm-hmm. uh, through the the offering of His Son, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing that it does is that foundation begins to lay the the, the groundwork of saying, "Okay, our relationship um, probably never going to be the same, never going to be what it once was, yeah. but we can at least start to work." And move forward. Yeah. So, like what you said, there there's boundaries that need to be set on occasion. I, I can think of a, a time when, um, in, in my own family, we we had um, a, a falling out. My my uh, dad made some some choices that ultimately kind of resulted in our family um, kind of picking sides in one sense. And um, my, my parents uh, were divorced, and uh, through the situation and, and such. And um, I can remember my dad coming to my house um, here in Topeka and and my wife and I having to sit down with him and say, okay, because of some of the things that have happened in the past, here's the the confines of our relationship moving forward. Mm. We're not okay with this. We're not okay with that. We will not let you do this. We will not let you do that. And setting those boundaries actually became one of the, more freeing things right. for us because it took the guesswork out of it. Mm-hmm. He was always wondering, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if, if you're okay with me that if I do this, will you be looking at me this way you know mm-hmm. And so um, it, it really began to help our relationship in so much in such a better way because the you know I can forgive someone and and you know if you wronged me, I can forgive you. But, like like what you were saying, the relationship might look a little different yep. moving forward because of some of the boundaries that yeah. we, we feel like we need to set up. In the same way, like in the story that Jesus told, I'm not sure that master would ever loan that guy money again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he canceled yeah. the debt and yeah. said, You don't owe me anything. Probably not going to lend yeah. you anything else moving forward. Yeah. You know?
1: And that, in. You know, Jesus phrases like "wise as serpents, harmless as is, as is, yeah. is doves," uh, but also giving the you know. But again, there there is a freedom that grace gives us that you know I I can begin to be like like you're describing. It's 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 a process. Yes. Yes. And then if things begin to get better. Uh, maybe some, some greater freedoms can, can happen in that. Yeah. So, uh, and
0: that's good. Yeah. I think it's, it's helpful to be reminded that um, as God's people, one of the things that we seek is reconciliation, mm-hmm. that we've been reconciled back to God, and now we are ambassadors of that same reconciliation. Right. And so we can work towards it, Right. We can do what we can do. Like last week when we talked about this idea of pursuing peace, and we were talking about conflict and pursuing peace. If you missed that episode, you need to go back and, and listen to it. But part of that pursuing peace m- means that 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 we're we're trying to make things as they're in, intended to be, as the way that God designed them to be. And I think that that's a piece of forgiveness is that yeah. we're moving towards restoring the relationships that have been broken, restoring what God has, has you know, designed our relationships to be like. Yeah. Now, I, again, I recognize this is a very sensitive subject. So um, today what I want to encourage folks to do um, is to, 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 to do three things. I mentioned this in a sermon on, on Sunday. The first one is to identify the debt. That sometimes what we just need to do is identify what is it that has been taken from you, uh, my innocence, my um, my dignity. Uh, what what is it that someone has taken from you when they've offended you? Right. The the second thing is just to, to kind of again thinking of this image of a debt that has been uh, has taken place. That what you can do is just cancel the debt, just like what Jesus shows and takes place in that story but then the third thing which is probably the hardest one is to refuse to hold that debt against them any longer right Right. that that you can say i have forgiven them but the problem is is we've got these memories that don't forget yeah and oftentimes because they don't forget it's because it's associated with um, an emotion Right. right and and pain is One of the strongest emotions stays stays right (laughs) Right. at the
1: front of your heart and not in a in a good way. I've heard one people person describe unforgiveness as, uh, you know, when you 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 drink rat poison and then you're waiting for the rat to die. Um, That can happen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So refusing to to
0: to hold it up. And so, um, I've I've actually encouraged people that when you're thinking about forgiveness, a lot of times, when you when you don't want to forgive, what you're trying you're kind of doing is taking your fists and clenching them as tight as you yeah. can, and that what forgiveness does is says I'm going to go ahead and let let it go, let this yeah. go. Right. In, in one sense, giving it to God and asking God to do what only God can do. Right. And um and then when those memories come back up. Just going through that same exercise, going, "I have forgiven, I have released this, I have canceled the debt, and just right. reminding yourself of that over and yeah. over again so.
1: and it's that that freedom of of grace that mm-hmm. that allows us you know and again it it does when when you hear jesus words it it can sound like such a hard transaction if if you don't forgive, you're yeah. not it, but but in a sense, you are you are blocking the flow of forgiveness and grace to you know to your life and, yeah. and, and not allowing it yeah. not allowing it to come. Yeah. So.
0: yeah. Well, this has been good. I appreciate you. Thanks, in today. Glad Thanks to be so much for being with yeah. us. We we hope yeah. that today what, what you've heard has been helpful and um, inspiring and uh, encourages you in your journey with Jesus Christ. And we pray that you would continue to take that next step in growing in your relationship with, with Jesus.
1: So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.